Hey guys, I'm Karina. And I'm Eric. And welcome back to The Late Podcast. The Law According to Eric. All right, so this is the last episode of this whole year. How do you feel, Eric? Uh, I am really, really excited. Um, We have grown in our listenership mm-hmm. every week, like 70, 80, 90. And I know it doesn't sound like a big number, but we've only been doing this like, I think this is the sixth, seventh or eighth episode now. 11. Is it really the 11th? 11? 11. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> well, the first few didn't count. They yeah. were more like test runs. Um, so to get close to like 400 listeners now, that's really, really cool. So we're mm-hmm. really excited. Uh, that's number one. Number two, being the last episode, uh, we made a decision, Karina and I, that we're not going to do like a serious, somber, you know, difficult topic that we're just going to have some fun with this last one. Uh, and we're, how we're going to, and we're going to kick it off by not doing corny dad jokes, but we're going to do some pretty dark and appropriate ones. Um, and by the way, I just want to say that both of these Karina came up with, but I'm just the, I'm just the one repeating it for her. I'll take it. All right. So first, by the way, this is all Karina's jokes. First, uh, why did Helen Keller's dog run away? Why? Well, you would too if your name was. <laughs> and for anyone listening, I will laugh at any Helen Keller because I'm her biggest hater. So oh, there you go. Okay, so there's a uh, the dining hall of the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Okay, and there's a uh, a waiter mm-hmm. serving a table, and at the table you've got a teacher, a lawyer, and a priest. Mm-hmm. And they smack into the iceberg, and things are starting to go crazy. And so the waiter says. Quick, quick to the lifeboats. Mm-hmm. So the first, the teacher says, well, wait, what about the children? And then the lawyer chimes in, says, well, fuck the kids. And the priest looks and says, do you think we have time? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. That should give uh, our, our audience uh, an idea of the tone of this episode. It is. Okay. So since okay. you started with the Helen Keller one, I'll start with one of those as well. <laughs> okay. Did you know that Helen Keller had three dollhouses and a swing in her backyard? I did not know that. It's okay. Neither did she. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay. <Sorry. laughs> I thought that one was hilarious. I <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a pretty good one. Okay. Next one. My, my, my joke. A oh. man wakes up from a coma and his wife changes out of her black clothes and irritated remarks. I really cannot depend on you in anything, can I? <laughs> that's a very typical wife thing to do i think <laughs> thought that was hilarious damn i thought that was hilarious <laughs> okay. i'm just understanding that now like she literally was mad that he woke up yeah can't, she was in her black clothes saying that yeah i understand now okay <laughs> okay and now it's not so funny so like eric said this <laughs> this is a light-hearted episode and we've heard feedback that you guys like the am i the asshole stories better where eric gets to say that so for these, I pulled the Am I the Asshole stories, and I also have the majority vote of what Reddit voted, if they are the asshole or not. So we'll see if we match what Reddit said or okay. anything differently. Because that's, by the way, I aspire to that. I want to, I want to do what Reddit does. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. First one. Am I the asshole for putting my girls in a room that isn't a legal bedroom? I'm a single mom to two girls, 10 and 8, and a boy, 6. We live in a two-bedroom apartment. Until recently, I had all of the kids sharing a bedroom. The girls had a bunk bed, and my son had his toddler bed. And most of their stuff was kept in the playroom or hall closet. The playroom is just a second living room. It's like nine by 20 feet. And it's mostly separated from the rest of the house. It isn't a legal bedroom, quote unquote, because it doesn't have a door or a closet. 
The kids needed some space, so I moved the girls into the play area. We installed a sliding barn door to fix the no door issue and got them some Ikea furniture to fix the closet issue. They still have their bunk beds, and as they get older, I plan to get them their own beds and split them in the middle, like a room divider. So it feels like they have their own rooms. They love having all the extra space to play, and my son is excited to have his own room. The problem is my brother visited and saw the barn door on the girl's door. He asked about it, and I told him that's, how the, that's the girl's new room. He got upset that I put them there because apparently they'll be safer in a real bedroom with a real door, and that one day they'll realize that I shoved them into the living room instead of giving them a bedroom, and I should be sleeping in the room that they made and give up my bedroom. He's threatening to call CPS about how I have, a, how I have my children sleeping in the living room and threatening to tell all my family about how I neglect, I neglect my children. Now I'm wondering if I am the asshole here. Do you think I'm the asshole? No, I think her brother is the asshole. Mm -hmm. um, I'll tell you what. I don't, first of all, I don't think it's a real safety issue. Yeah. You know, I mean, if the apartment gets engulfed in flames, chances are those kids are dead, whether they're in their little bedroom, shared yeah. or wherever. So that's, <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, I mean, honestly, number one, okay. Number two, I think the kids are at an age where, yeah, they probably do find this to be kind of exciting, like yeah. a little adventure. Yeah. <clears throat> They've got their little area. Uh, number three, while the, the male child is younger now, at some point, as those girls get into their early, you know, their tweens, mm -hmm. 12, 13, 14, they're not going to want to have a boy in their room. Exactly. You know, like 10 and their siblings. Yeah. yeah. Now, is it a little bit of a redneck thing to like kind of get a <laughs> barn door and, you know, yeah. And as long as the kids' names aren't like Nelly or whatever, like the horses, I guess it's okay. Like they're not going to feel all yeah. fucked up. And right. they have a living room. They're, this is just like a playroom. They basically she basically I, made the playroom to a bedroom. I saw no problem. I you know I I don't think she's the asshole for doing that. I think that you can be very creative with stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I have you know people can feng shui their space all they want, and you know it's not for really really for me to say. Mm -hmm. And if the girls like it, yeah, I mean, you know win win right. And the boy feels like he's uh, you know yeah. king of the house. He gets mm -hmm. his own like private little room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should the mom have given up like the master bedroom? I'm, I'm guessing it's just her. Yeah. Right. No boyfriend. Yeah. But let me just say, single moms have needs. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. So if she actually wants to have somebody show up one night, yeah. even just for an hour, right? They need privacy. Yeah. Give, give her a break. Okay. Yeah. Moms need loving too. For crying out loud. And, and who's his fucking brother? Like, I mean, he's yeah. going to call CPS. It sounds like the kids are probably happy and, you know, playing yeah. and they get along. Oh fuck! I you know, yeah, the brother's the asshole. I don't. I, I don't even think this is a. I, I can't imagine anybody on Reddit said yes. She was the asshole. There were people who did, but the majority vote was not. I the mean, asshole. the people that did uh, probably grew up in their own deprived households and just they're just yeah. you know this is like post traumatic stress mm -hmm. or whatever. That's bullshit. Okay, so we were with the majority. Okay, the all right. Asshole. Well, okay, good to know. I'm conforming with, with the rest. All right. Okay, that was an one. easy one. Yeah. Okay, next one. Am I the asshole for taking legal action against the person who hit me with their car 11 years ago? Yes, because the statute of limitations is four years. But go ahead. I'm sorry. When I was 17, I got hit by a car. The car spread through a red light and ended up hitting me while I was crossing the street. The accident left me hospitalized for three weeks. I received a spinal fracture from the situation and I lost a good chunk of my mobility. I had a baseball scholarship lined up for Kansas State, which I also had ripped away from me. My mother is a single parent who had me in high school and had to drop out because of me. We couldn't even afford my medical bills, so my mother had to sell majority of our possessions just to cover a bit of it. Eventually, we had to turn to bank loans just to pay off the bills. My mother's credit has been in ruin ever since. Well, last week, my friend, we'll call him Jack, from high school invited me to go over to his house to have just a few beers and watch a movie. 
Jack introduced me to his girlfriend, Ashley, and she was very pleasant to talk to. She had some wacky stories to share and some great life advice about addictive substances, and she's a recovering meth addict. Then she told me about the time she ran over a high schooler. Her car fit the exact description of the car that ran me over, and the details of the story fit the exact version of my story. So I asked her what happened to the high schooler she ran over, and she said, I really have no clue. The kid's probably 10 feet in the ground right now. She didn't even have a single bit of remorse on her voice. She even seemed to be fighting back laughter. I got up and left Jack's house. Two hours later, Jack phones me and asked me why I left his house. I told him, Jack, your girlfriend ran me over. She completely fucked up my life. Jack laughed and said, so? It's been 11 years. Let it go. I yelled at Jack and I told him that I could have been happy right now. I could have been enjoying life, not sitting here broke and depressed. Uh. I told him that I'd be finding a lawyer and taking Ashley to court for damages. Now for the past week, I've been getting messages from all my high school friends, Jack, his family, and Ashley, telling me that I'm the asshole for not letting it go. My mother says I should go through with the lawsuit against Ashley, but now I don't know if I want to do it. I would have been much easier to just let it go and continue with my life, but I feel like I should go and sue her for this. Do you think I'm the asshole? Yes, and you know what? Go ahead. Good luck with that. First of all, if you find a lawyer that will take that case 11 years later, that lawyer should be disbarred. Okay, there, there's a statute, what's something called a statute of limitations, mm -hmm. which means that if you don't take certain action by a certain time period or within a certain time period, then essentially the law says you gave up that right. Yeah. There is no extended statute for bodily harm or injuries based from a motor vehicle accident. Mm -hmm. There have been laws passed that extend statute of limitations for victims of sexual abuse, to say by the Catholic Church, things like that, mm -hmm. where often those memories are repressed and people don't realize what happened to them until many years later or through the course of therapy. This is not the same thing. And I don't know what happened 11 years ago, but 11 years ago wasn't so far in the past that they don't have cell phones and other technology. Get the fucking insurance information. Mm -hmm. Should have gotten a lawyer back then mm -hmm. considering all the things you lost. Yeah. Right. I mean, and I'm not trying to downplay it. It just sounds like at this point, this guy's just fucking bitter. Yeah. I don't know if he thought he was going to be like the next, you know, I don't know, Derek Jeter, whatever <laughs> famous baseball player. That's the only one I know that's famous. You know, I don't, I don't really follow sports, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, bottom line is, yes, you're the asshole. I mean, I don't want to say let it go. Clearly he's traumatized. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like the kind of trauma that is, uh, you know, that comes from this type of injury. It sounds like this is more like self-pitying kind mm -hmm. of trauma. You know, like, woe is me. My life yeah. sucks. Look yeah. at all I lost. Poor me. Poor me. Feel bad for me. You know, grow, he, she's right. Grow the fuck up. I mean, 11 years. It's over a decade ago. It is. Right? If you haven't moved on at this point in your life, then what can I tell you? Mm -hmm. I mean, other than the fact that the name is Ashley, and that's kind of funny to me for <laughs> other reasons I can't get into. Otherwise, forget it. So, uh, yes, I think he's the asshole. I don't know what Reddit says, but I say Eric says he's the asshole. Eric, Eric's wrong. Reddit said not the asshole. Well, Reddit's wrong. <laughs> so, sorry. Yeah, Reddit said yeah, he wasn't Reddit. the asshole and they felt like he had the right to do it. And well, then <laughs> I, actually, he doesn't even have the right to do it because the statute of limitations expired. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, I feel like there has to be a statute of limitations. On four years, usually. At least I know in California, mm -hmm. it's four years. So, okay. all right. Well, I guess, all right, one, one and one. With Reddit. Okay. Next one. Am you know I what? No, fuck Reddit. That's just wrong. I mean, how? I mean, can I just write anything and just try to pull sympathy strings and like yeah. the Reddit community is gonna like yeah. line up, you know, behind me? But like Jennifer feels different. Do you think it was the asshole or not the asshole? I don't think he's the asshole. See? He is. She's, <laughs> he's just, okay. Yeah. He had the first four years. The okay. That's first, what really got me too. She was laughing uh, okay, about it. Okay. All right. Let me. Okay. Stop. Everybody stop. First of all, I don't know that that's true. Okay. Second of all, 
the person sitting right across from me would also laugh her ass off. Yes. <laughs> okay. It, it, see, it, if just I like now. Over? No, I wouldn't. Yes, you I would. would not. Yes, you would. You don't. You would. Yes, you would. <laughs> Eleven years later, yes, you would. Okay, but even if you wouldn't, and, and again, I don't know if she was legit laughing like cruelty, or he just construed it that way that because he was already getting mad yeah. or angry. And again, he had ample time and opportunity to deal with this. Back well, maybe he just couldn't find her. Maybe they couldn't. He doesn't find have her. to. His yeah. insurance would have taken <laughs> care of him also, or if he had uninsured motorist coverage or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of different variables. Maybe he's not giving us the whole story. Maybe he That's, didn't have insurance. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it doesn't sound like it if he got stuck with all the hospital bills, yeah. but then I would have filed bankruptcy yeah. and then wiped all that debt out. Not, not like lost their home and all that stuff. So yeah, you're the asshole. You're the asshole for not knowing what to do, not consulting with a lawyer, not dealing with it the right way and hold, carrying all this bitterness around. And then you're, 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 you know, you're fucking up your friend's relationship. I, I don't want to hear anymore. That's I didn't it. think this one would be the one that would trigger you. <laughs> I have one down the line and now I don't oh. know how you're going to re react to that one. Okay. Well, all right. Well, all right. Well, let's see. Right, okay. Well, next one. Do I have to, should I rein it in? No, it's okay. All right. Am I the asshole for spending our wedding money on a lawyer for my friend? I. <laughs> so, I hope it's criminal defense. Otherwise, yes. Well, right off the bat. But go ahead. I, male 33, and my fiance, female 28, have been together for four years now. I proposed in July and we're looking at planning our August of next year wedding. Though no deposits have been made or anything. I have about 100K saved for a wedding, honeymoon, etc. And I'm very fortunate to be in a great financial spot in my life right now with no debt and owning a large condo outright. My best friend just got charged with some serious crimes, like fucking eight years in jail, and his whole life will be down the shitter. I've known this guy since we were three, and he's basically my brother. After he got charged with this, he called me up basically sobbing and begging me to help him out with the lawyer. His wife just left him and basically took everything he had, and he was in the middle of rebuilding his life when this shit happened. He has no other family but me, and honestly, I've never seen him in that state before. I promised him that I'd pay for a lawyer, and through some work contacts, I got into contact with one of the best criminal defense attorneys in my city. I paid like 20K up front, but they told me to expect the cost of around 150K if it goes to trial and etc. I did, however, tell my fiance about this, and she said, absolutely not. You are not going to spend that much money on him. But I had to. I moved around some of my investments to be more liquid, and I'm planning to deplete our wedding fund. To be clear, I am paying for the entire wedding and our honeymoon. None of her money is even involved in this. It's not like this is going to make me broke or anything. It just means she won't get her dream wedding next year. It will have to be smaller and we can't go all out for our honeymoon. I told her if she waits two more years, I can give her what she wants. She's calling me a huge asshole. She's calling me a douche and that I'm ruining her big day and etc. She's had all her friends text me and saying that I'm the asshole, including her family, for taking away her one dream. Do you think I'm the asshole here? No. Sorry. <laughs> no, but that's a bit harder. Okay. And by the way, let me just say, I don't think he's the asshole, not because he was paying for all of it mm -hmm. and it's his investments and they're not touching her money. Mm -hmm. That's not why. He's not the asshole because clearly he has a brotherhood bond with this friend and this is a friend in need. I hate to say it, but if it were my very close or best friend, I would probably do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And it's not like he's saying we can't ever get married, yeah. right? Now, maybe they don't want to wait. I understand. And if, especially they've been together a certain period of time and maybe they already have a bunch of people getting ready or making travel plan. Fine. But it seems like she's placing more value on the grandioseness, let's mm -hmm. say, of the wedding mm -hmm. as opposed to the purpose of the wedding. Mm -hmm. And again, yes, is he, he's going to deplete it and help this guy out. And you know what? That 
is probably and by the way, nothing there's nothing that says this guy won't ever pay him back. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. If the guy's trying to rebuild and went through a nasty yeah. divorce and really was left with nothing, and now he's facing seven, eight, ten years away, mm-hmm. that's not an insignificant crime. I mean, there are mm-hmm. clearly multiple felonies involved yeah. if he's facing that kind of jail time. Mm-hmm. Whether he's really guilty or not, believe it or not, that's not even the issue. Yeah. Um, because even the guilties of people constitutionally deserve a defense they're mm-hmm. entitled to one mm-hmm. the best defense they can possibly get mm-hmm. so and honestly if i were in that person's shoes and this were my engagement i would hope that the person i chose to spend my life with would be a bit more understanding when it comes to that kind of thing mm-hmm. yes i understand that a wedding is a, supposed to be a once in a lifetime mm-hmm. event most of the time well at least 50 percent of the time it's not you know, yeah. the divorce rate and all but <laughs> But I would say, you know, so I get it. I mean, this is this is more of a serious thing. I can't really get too angry at either of them. Yeah. I understand where they're both coming from, but no, I don't think he's the asshole for See, doing that. Honestly, I think she's wrong because he, in the comments I had read, he had told her like, wait two more years, I'll give you that same dream wedding. I can save that up again in two years. But she's just refusing. She wants her wedding next year and she's not letting go. And he was like, we can get married. She's not going to be that big, but she wants the big wedding of her dreams. So I think she's the asshole here. I don't think it's him. I, 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 yeah, exactly. Their value, not. hmm But we were wrong. Reddit said he was the asshole. I don't think he's the asshole. I don't. I feel like, you know, I would do the same for my friend. I, I'm not going to let them, you know, not have a good lawyer. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what that tells me, by the way? That tells me 99% of the Reddit users are women. No, because I don't think he's the asshole. Well, you're the exception because, you know, you're, you, I mean, you'll like, you'll throw down and fight, right? But this, I, I don't, I mean, I honestly, I don't see it as him being the asshole. Yeah. Other than maybe just him telling her this is how it is. Mm-hmm. But it also feels like the way this is written, he tried to reason with her. Yeah. And finally just had to make a decision. And honestly, and this is probably, you know, if we have any female listeners out of the 365 now or whatever. Uh, they they might get a little upset at this, but honestly, it just sounds like she had certain expectations. Yeah, you know, and yeah. she's not being flexible. So yeah. I think whatever this female fiance needs to grow the fuck up. Okay, not everybody gets the Cinderella story weddings or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You know Jennifer's right. This may be a blessing in disguise for them, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. um, if she's that demanding about this, imagine when it's going to come time to buy a house mm-hmm. or whatever. Or here's the other, you know what? I solved this problem. It's very easy. Whatever amount they're short, she should pay it. Yeah. Right? Have her kick in, right? Clearly she has some money. Yeah. He says we're not using any of her money. I mean, she has some. If this is that important to her, kick in the difference. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. I also feel like she might want to like trap him with this wedding. She wants to get married really fast. And since... I, I don't know. I just see it as that standpoint. Like many women, they see a man with money as like he said, he's financially stable. He he has like all of this money and she might just want to marry him really fast so that she could also have that money. I feel like that's possible. She's yeah. a gold digger. I mean, I don't know, but although I, if she were really a gold digger and she wanted the money, if this thing with a friend wasn't an issue, I'd be like, no, let's just have a little small wedding. Yeah. Keep all your money, keep it all liquid in there. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause mama might need to go shopping or whatever. <laughs> Okay. So, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I see all sides of it to an extent, mm-hmm. but I, I, you know, like you said, like if Reddit disagrees, it's because it's all women on Reddit now. I don't think he's the asshole for trying to help his best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's because I'm sitting here in front of you. I just probably not Do you want that. us to get closer so your voice isn't as far? Because I, you're, we're have we have Jennifer also giving her opinion this this episode today. So let's go close to Jennifer so we can hear you more. Come on, girl power. Yeah, if not, go. it's gonna like echo cancel it, and you're gonna be too far out. <laughs> okay. So next story. All right. Would I be the asshole if I made my sister get a lawyer to deal with her own consequences? Side note: Lisa and I never had a good relationship, and I actually despised her from middle school up until I was 23. She was my biggest bully, and the stuff she did to me while I was growing up was very abusive and mentally draining. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so on to the story. You okay. can laugh. It's, no, it's, it's, I, I mean, oh my god! So I, I already think this guy's a bitch just for like letting his sister kick his ass. All no, it's a girl. It's a girl. It's, oh, oh these are two girls. girls. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, my all right, my bad. All right, okay. go ahead. So, so my older sister Lisa, 26, has been driving around town with her car tags expired and license suspended. I asked Lisa if she needed me to go down with her to the DMV to help her resolve any issues when I found all of this out, but she was very dismissive and wouldn't tell me why it was suspended. And she said she didn't need any help. And I said, okay, that's fine, but you need to get that resolved immediately. I told her she could get arrested if she just pulled over and that's something you need to actually do. Fast forward to a week ago, I get a call from Lisa telling me that she got in a car accident, totaling her car and was afraid of getting arrested. So she pretended to be me and put the accident in my name <laughs> and that she needed me to send her a photo of my ID. When I refused, she started calling me a bitch and saying I'm ruining her life and that she's going to get a felony and it's all my fault because I won't take the fall for her. She proceeds to call me selfish, repeating that all of that for 10 minutes. The car accident happened out of town. She drove three hours to a city, knowing her driving situation to visit her friends. I told her I needed to get off the phone because she was screaming at me that I was selfish and ungrateful for ruining her life. I immediately after hanging up, I called my godmom to ask for advice since our parents are out of town. As I'm on the phone with my godmom, my sister is literally blowing up my phone, calling me a bitch and saying that I shouldn't be telling my godmom any of this. I guess Lisa was at her godmom's house because it's the same city she was visiting. Okay. I called Lisa the next day and told her I was not okay with lying to the cops and I don't appreciate her calling me selfish or gaslighting me when she's asking me for a very serious and illegal favor and that she needs to figure this out by herself and that I was not going to be involved in any of that and it's not my problem. Would I be the asshole if I told her she needs to get her own lawyer to take this accident out of my name? No. I don't think she's an asshole either. I, I, honestly, I don't think, yeah, I don't know. Any, <laughs> in fact, I would lose all faith in Reddit if anybody said, oh, yeah, you are. No, no, this one was not the asshole. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> not at all. Um, and, and, you know, I, that license could have been suspended based on DUIs. Mm -hmm. uh, it's usually, well, you can have your license suspended for unpaid tags. I mean, mm -hmm. they'll just automatically do that. Mm -hmm. uh, I know in California they do that. Um, but it's, but they're right. It's not the point. She knew about it. The sister yeah. warned her. Yeah. I mean, I'm, and, and honestly, I mean, the sister that is not Lisa or whatever, like the one that wrote this, it's really not her business, right? Whether yeah. that she drives around with expired plates or not. No. Um, but for sure, I, I wouldn't like, I love my, my brother and I are very close. We're like yeah. we, we don't have a bad relationship at all, mm -hmm. but I'm not like risking jail for my brother. No, I wouldn't either. Especially for something like this. Yeah. No. I mean, come on now. So yeah, no, no. I, I think awesome. that's an easy one. Jennifer thoughts? Not the asshole? Oh. No. I... <laughs> Not the asshole? Or the asshole? Oh, I forget which one's supposed to be the asshole. <laughs> no, okay. it's... Is, is the unnamed sister the asshole for requiring Lisa to hire her own lawyer and deal with her problems? Oh, yeah. Of course not. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we are, we're on the same page. We're all, yeah, all yeah. consensus. By the way, before we go forward, mm -hmm. uh, I have for the first time a slightly negative review <laughs> of insomnia cookies we ordered insomnia yesterday because they had this deal with they call like the nacho cookie mm -hmm. 
So basically they just put all sorts of toppings on top of their already delicious cookies. So immediately I said, Karina, we got to get these. Mm -hmm. And we wanted sprinkles and brownie bites added to our mix of cookies. And we mm -hmm. got the snickerdoodle and the peanut butter and the chocolate and all that stuff. And we got an eight pack, not a 12, mm -hmm. but we figured, okay. So number one, the brownie bites never made it on. Yeah. There was no topping. No. Number two, the cook, one of the cookies was like broken in half already when we got yeah. it. Right. They weren't quite as awesome. No. No. I am not giving up on insomnia. Yeah. Right? right. Everybody has a bad day once in a while. But if you're out there listening, because I, I, I love your product and I order them all the time, you fucked up yesterday. That's all I'm going to say. I think say. they have to just take that nacho. It just, it, it wasn't. It was odd. Yeah. It was yeah. odd and it was intriguing. Yeah. Like, and, I, oh, I, saw and, it, I was intrigued. But it just disappointed. Yeah, and then the sprinkles kept falling off anyway. Yeah. Like they weren't like baked in it or anything. They literally like took a bunch of dry little yes. sprinkles that fly everywhere, and they just like sprinkled it yeah. like over the like the the box of cookies, and they just fell yeah. everywhere anyway. And it was just yeah. So I I mean I like the idea of like spicing up their cookies a little bit, you know. But no, that was a fail. Stick to your cakes. Stick yeah. to your cookies. And I didn't even get the fucking brownie bites that were supposed to come with them. Yeah. Right. And one of the cookies I already broken. So it looked like somebody like bit it or yeah. even it just, yeah. I don't know. And, and yeah, visually it didn't look as good. They just, they, you know, they weren't hitting on the same. You way. can tell cause the dasher didn't even walk up here. He left them downstairs. Yeah. It was just all around. Us. It was yeah. just all around a bad <laughs> delivery. So just insomnia, if you're listening, right. You know, step up. Mm -hmm. So get, get your shit together. All right. That was it. All right. Next one. Okay, next sorry. one. Would I be the asshole? You ready? Uh huh. If I use a divorce lawyer who has a personal grudge against my ex. No, <laughs> no. No, I don't even need to read the rest. Listen, <laughs> listen, divorce is war. Okay. If you cannot, I'm not kidding. If you cannot resolve things without going through a formal divorce, mm -hmm. meaning there are, look, there are people that divorce amicably that go to a divorce mediator that put it all out. I actually, I know someone that went through that and it was just like that. Mm -hmm. Sweetheart, here's what we've got. Here's what I'm willing to give you. Here's what I'd like to keep. Here's how much I'll give you every month. Right? Great. Mm -hmm. When that fails and you actually have to get a lawyer and hire one and start the process, now you have to play to win. Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't start a war to lose. So I hate to say it, but no, if you got a lawyer that wants to bury your soon to be ex, teach her or him the fucking lesson of a lifetime. Go for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, because look, I. Do you want to know what her ex did to the, the lady? No, not yet. Hold <laughs> on. I just, I, I got to. Oh, you I, are going to want to hear the story. I will. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. just saying, I just, I mean, my initial thoughts. <laughs> okay. And, and, but let me first respond to, uh, what was it you just said? Is it ethical? Oh, <laughs> I, I don't think it's, Lawyer. no, I don't think it's unethical because I've had cases where I represented somebody. I really hated the other client, yeah. like the other attorney's client. Mm -hmm. And and that happens, you know, where I know that they're exaggerating something or they're lying, you know, they're playing like they, you know, lost millions and millions of dollars when I know they didn't lose that, kind of, you know? So no, I don't think nothing unethical about that. And if you can yeah. exploit that or, or if it makes you a better lawyer, I mean, I hate to say it, but yeah, I think that like there was one, this cryptocurrency case where I despised the defendant oh personally yeah. so much for the way he conducted himself and the manner in which he treated things. And he was basically a con man. He, he ripped mm -hmm. off our client and stole him with, you know, his money that I went out of my way to make his case okay. super difficult for him. I subpoenaed all sorts of things. That's when I Eric found out I could be a personal that's right. investigator. And, and let me tell you, okay, I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> 
that that I knew mm-hmm. that that guy was bad. Yeah. I and I wanted to stop him, mm-hmm. and it was that was much more of a motivating factor than any settlement that we ended up getting out yep. of it. Like, so. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is an ethical problem, but all right. But now, all right, let's hear. Sorry. And yeah, I, okay. I, I jumped to, I, I know I, I acted because I'm sure there's more to this. Okay. I'm in the process of hiring a new divorce lawyer. The old one she had had to step down because of a personal emergency. Well, my husband's brother is a high powered lawyer. He's not a divorce lawyer, but very well connected and is definitely hooking him up with someone that's excellent. Excellent is not in my price range, but I was thumbing around through names and one stood out as familiar. Long story short, it's the one when my husband had a major falling out with an undergrad. Skipping unnecessary specifics, the girl's father was a professor at the university, and my ex did something that nearly lost him his job. She accused my ex of having done this thing. He said that he was in the right to have done it, but he later on confessed to me in a relationship that he was in the wrong, and he knew it. But he did not care that he almost lost this man's job. Unsurprisingly, this woman really hated him her whole life. I was the first, I was first told the story as an explanation for why we rushed out of his class reunion. So when I realized she's working as a divorce lawyer and a well-rated one at that, I reached out. She made clear in no uncertain terms that she would bury him and her deal was much more reasonable than anyone else's, even though she'd usually be way out of my price range. So look at lady even brought her prices down. But my ex has really played fair in all of this so far. I'm not, it's not underhanded of him to hire the best lawyer he can afford. And so far he's been totally reasonable and transparent in all of our dealings. At first, I thought this was the best idea ever, but the more I think about it, the more I worry that I'd be an asshole to pull a move like this, especially basing it on information he told me in confidence when we were married. Would I be the asshole? Um, still, I'm going to say no, yeah. but uh, his communication to her while they were married, um, that might that should cause the other attorney to potentially say, I, look, I probably shouldn't take this case. Yeah. I don't know that that would automatically disqualify them. Yeah. Um, and by the way, the client ultimately is the one that directs the attorney. Mm-hmm. So the client can say, look, take the gloves off only if it's required. If mm-hmm. my ex or soon to be ex continues to be transparent and reasonable, mm-hmm. okay. Right. So then you have this person as backup, like they can unleash holy hell if they have to, mm-hmm. but you can tell them up and until it requires it, don't, you know, you don't have to get, but super aggressive. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. so far, so, you know, so far, so good. So that's something that, you know, is, is within this person's control as well. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't think they would be the asshole for doing that. If it does get, and look, I can tell you from firsthand experience, people start off with the best of intentions and mm-hmm. try to be, you know, reasonable, but if that fails and mm-hmm. you've got to get into a fight, I'd say, you know, yeah, get, get the best fighter you can get. Mm-hmm. Lawyer said, um, lawyer, Reddit said they weren't the asshole as well. Laura said, oh my God, Reddit said to go. Oh my God. So we're we're two and two now with Reddit? Two and one or two and two? I think so. The first story, first story we said, not the asshole, we got it right. Then you said that they were the asshole for the car accident. So that's one and one. And then money on the lawyer, you said not the asshole. That was one. That was against us. Oh, it's about the bedroom one. Yeah. No, the bedroom one we got right. Oh, so we're three and one. No, because you got a three and two. Two and two. Ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Anyways, yeah, next know. one. <laughs> okay. I, I don't want to lose to Reddit. I'll do the count after. All, All right. right. Am I the also for refusing to speak to someone's lawyer after my number was given without my permission? And I wait, 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 wait. Jennifer didn't give her um opinion on the last one. Jennifer? Yeah. Oh, I I think it was pretty brilliant of the, the woman to to find that person. To, of so course. Not the also. <laughs> okay. Good. It sounds like she she's a she's a good person and she's not going to. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know. I, I used to think. I I know. I used to think that way too. <laughs> but it's always good to have more leverage. Yeah. You know? so. All right. Okay. Now next one. Am I the asshole for refusing to speak to someone's lawyer after my number was given without my permission and I previously said I didn't want to be involved? The story is kind of ridiculous, so bear with me. A few months ago, my 35 female sister, Penny. Wait. Oh, no. She, the lady's 35. My 35 female sister, Penny, 36 female. They said it kind of weird. Told me about our sister, Jessica's friend, Lisa, and her son. There was an incident at their summer camp that he was attending. He left the building by himself unnoticed by several staff walking a con- and he walked a considerable distance. I thought it was crazy, but I didn't think anything else of it. A few weeks after that, I interviewed for a position at a summer camp. About 30 minutes into the interview, the owner starts rambling and telling me that the job is going to be rough. I was taken aback, but I was glad that she was honest and upfront. She then starts telling me very confidential information about a child that left her center. She even showed me the papers from the state detailing the investigation, and I was able to see the child's name, mother's name, and employees involved. It's at this point she tells me that she's in danger of losing her license. During all of this, I connect the dots and realize that I'm at the same place that Lisa's son attended. I am really desperate for a job, so I was still going for it because the pay was high. I talked to Jessica the next day, and I said, you wouldn't believe what place I interviewed at. Blah, 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 boring sister talk, but I made the mistake of saying the camp owner showed me slash talked about the confidential things. An hour later, Jessica calls me on a three-way with Lisa on the phone and is saying to tell her what you told me about the camp. I was shocked and felt like such an idiot because I know my sister runs her mouth. I felt really put on the spot and pressured, so I told her the same thing. Lisa then said she was going to sue the camp for breach of confidentiality. I texted Jessica and said, please let Lisa know I don't want to be involved and that I regret even saying anything. I said there is more than enough evidence to sue since multiple staff let a child leave a notice and that I don't need to be involved in the confidential stuff. The next day is Saturday and I'm at my aunt's funeral. My aunt is being blown up with emails, texts, and calls from the owner of the camp. I finally decided to call back when we got to the repass. She's interrogating me about who I talked to after the interview because she's getting sued by a parent. And the parent told her that she spoke to someone that was interviewed. I was livid at this point and annoyed at myself for getting into the situation. Two more days that week, I got calls and voicemails and was interrogated over the phone. I had not even formally accepted the job yet. Two weeks have passed since my initial interview, and today I got a text from Lisa who must have gotten my number from my sister, Jessica. She's asking me to talk to her counsel slash law team and repeat it what I said to her. Am I the asshole for wanting to block her number and not respond? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. I, although she was the asshole for spilling the tea and yeah. being like, a, you know, running the mouth and like getting mm-hmm. you know, being like gossip girl or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was a very immature, mm-hmm. unnecessary thing to do. Um, but I don't think she's the asshole for at mm-hmm. this point, you know, saying no, don't involve me. I don't want to, I'm not yeah. going to help you. Um, you know, I, I hate to say this, but what would Eric do if, if that were me and I was that adamant? I'd be like, you know, I just forgot I, yeah. I don't remember what you told me. Sorry. It was yeah. a while ago already. You know, I also think it was wrong with her sister to go like that's something. Of course it was. I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah, very. I mean, it's just, it's an odd family. You know, I think and, here everyone's the asshole. Well, honestly. yeah, but I mean, definitely. I don't think that, but to that specific question, is the person yeah. an asshole for not wanting to talk to the lawyer? No. Mm-hmm. No, they're they're not, and and you're they're right that there's probably enough other evidence. Yeah. So would the lawsuit have happened anyway? Though no, this, this person may very well have put that camp out of business. Yeah. And by the way, if the camp was merely negligent, and I don't want to make light of it because obviously you don't ever want a child wandering off unsupervised at summer camp or sleepover camp or day camp, and if it's out in Kids the woods, are fast, though. well, but I'm saying if it's out in the wilderness or in the out in the open and there's some critters or whatever, I, I get it. Okay, but. You know, this might be their livelihood. This probably mm-hmm. wasn't intentional. Mm-hmm. 
if the child wasn't injured, which it, I don't mm-hmm. think it was, or he or she didn't say that, mm-hmm. you know, why even do that? You know, what, what are you going to get? I mean, that's ridiculous. This, this, you know, it sounds to me like that's this is their family's livelihood. And I would also venture to say that it's actually probably a very ethical place to work because they told them or she, the, the camp director, mm-hmm. told this interviewee about these issues and even said, like, we may lose our license. Like, they're forewarning them. Like, this may yeah. not be the most stable yeah. job for you. Yeah. That's actually a very ethical thing to do. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, that, that person is not the asshole and mm-hmm. fuck this person's family. Okay. Well, that was not the asshole as well. I did the countdown. We're two to four. We got two wrong, four correct. Actually, I got none wrong. You did Reddit got two wrong, but well, honestly, if we're being honest, me and Jennifer have uh, we're we're one, we're yeah. we're one to five. Yeah, we, You're we, two we, to four. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> we're two to five. We're, we're just, one to five. Let me just make this clear. I'm six and zero. Oh, okay, and I read it. Reddit's wrong so far twice. All right, right. Okay, Jennifer, your thoughts on this one? Oh, on that one, I, I think you, you need to be careful what you what you say what to. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely it. Okay, next one. This is going to make you laugh. Okay. Am I the asshole for refusing to make dinner for my lawyer boyfriend? Yes. (laughs) By the way, yes. Okay. So I, 25, have a boyfriend, 24, and the two of us live together in a very nice flat. I make dinner for my boyfriend every day. As she should. (laughs) He's a lawyer. I know. I knew this was going to make him laugh. He's a lawyer and I'm doing a PhD, so I guess I have more free time than he does, hence the dinner making arrangement. Clearly. Also, I do like cooking, so it isn't that much of a chore. Wait, she's she's a she's a female PhD student? Yeah. yeah. Look at her. Come on. Yeah, apparently, apparently she claims it's more than his as a lawyer. Because uh, because is it is a woman PhD like, you know, oh, like okay. women's studies uh-huh. or something? Or, I'm uh-huh. sorry, go ahead. I'm just joking. <laughs> oh my god, the looks I'm getting. <laughs> You're outnumbered here. I know, I know. <laughs> Okay, so earlier this year, he got a new job, and at first I was thinking, good on you. The increased income was what allowed us to move into our current flat, and he seemed really happy with the work he was doing. Turns out, he was mostly working with clients who were landlords to help them with troublesome tenants. At first, I would joke about him working for the bad guys, but more and more often recently, he more and more often, recently he had came home, the stories he'd tell me about what he was doing really just started to make him come across as the bad guy. At some point, I thought I'd better confront him about this and ask him if he really does think what he's doing is right and why he wants to keep doing this. The first time I tried to talk to him about it, he tells me that everything he does is legal and he's protecting people's rights and all of that. And I needed to just drop it for this time. The last, well, last week we were both working at home and I was making dinner. He came into the kitchen and have a chat with me, which is nice of him because I generally like his company. So I'm talking about work. And I should what hope I- so. They're going to get married. But- <laughs> all right, sorry, go ahead. But. They're talking about like their day and all of that. And he talks about what he's been doing, which is helping landlords abuse their tenants. And I kind of snapped at him. And I tell him what he's doing is immoral and wrong and that he's find a different job. This pisses him off and he starts calling me silly. And a lot of times he calls me silly girl, silly socialist, silly whatever else. This really pisses me off. And at one point I say, if you call me silly one more time, you can forget about dinner. And this big grin creeps over his face and he says, don't be silly. So I stop making <laughs> dinner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. So, so I stop making dinner and I leave it all up to him. He isn't amazing at cooking. And over the not particularly great meal, he tells me that I have to make dinner because he has a real job and I'm just a silly student and he pays for a larger portion of the rent. I'm still refusing to make dinner, though I'm doing breakfast because he's hopeless at eggs. We haven't even talked about work since then. And I think he resents the fact that I think his job is scummy. And clearly he thinks I'm in the wrong here. But am I really? I don't know all of 
I don't know about all of you, but for me being called silly during an argument, it's one of the most insulting, condescending things you can say, especially to your girlfriend. And even if you think his job is immoral, I would really still be angry at him for that. Do you think I'm the asshole here? <laughs> I, um, yes. <laughs> yes. Y- yes, she is. But not, not making dinner. No, well, the, the not making dinner is just the ancillary effect. Mm-hmm. What she's really mad about is his using the term silly, yeah. which to me is silly, right? <laughs> that she's getting all bent out of shape over that. That's number one. Number two. Uh, 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 number, <laughs> number, number two. He, I can look, look, there is a, there is a practical approach Mm-hmm. to practicing law. I also don't always like the types of clients we have. And I often feel like the clients are, you know, not the nicest people. But number one, the practical reality is if I don't represent them, somebody else will. Yeah. Okay. Number two, even if they practice landlord tenant law and they do more landlord rights, mm-hmm. That's not necessarily abusing tenant or scummy. Yeah. Right. There are, I mean, landlords have rights. Tenants usually have more rights mm-hmm. to be honest, especially like in Los Angeles and California. Mm-hmm. It's a very uh, tenant friendly uh, state, mm-hmm. but you know, landlords are people too. And that, you know, often not every time there are some very, very big conglomerate businesses that own lots of residential real estate that, you know, but oftentimes they have people that just have. Uh, an, like a second townhouse or something, and they, they rely on that income. There's a mortgage yeah. they pay against the rental property. And if a tenant doesn't pay them, they can't make their mortgage payment or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's, there's more to it. Now, the question is, is she an asshole for not making dinner? The answer would be no if she hadn't already started. Okay. I don't know if that's the word is. No. I, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. If, if she hadn't started making it, she's like, you know what? I'm really angry at you. I'm tired of you saying that to me. Just fucking mm-hmm. dinners. You make your own dinner. I'm, I'm, I'm done. It's different, but the stuff's already on the stove or whatever. So just why is the number one? So why waste food like that? Especially he if you can't, no, okay. He did because he had no choice. It was just terrible. Okay. What, what, well, okay. <laughs> but what if he just didn't want to waste food? What if he cares about hungry people? Right. She's the asshole for leaving it on the stove like that and like letting it burn. That's number one. Okay. Number two. Let me just let me just finish this, and then by the way, I don't want to hear any more subject about. I don't want to hear any feedback about it. We're just gonna move right we have on. To. We still have so opinions here. Know. We have opinions. There is there is <laughs> no other opinion on yes, this. There is. No, there's not. Okay. I think I think he's condescending, and he yeah. uses that he's a lawyer, and like like it's like oh you're you're not, yeah he's the asshole yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he he I'll tell you what he is he has already completed his juris doctorate degree. He successfully took him past his state's bar exam. He is earning a living for that couple while she can t- completes her thesis or dissertation. And God knows how long that takes. I know people mm-hmm. that are in PhD programs for like a fucking decade. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and if her reaction is, well, if you keep calling me silly, I'm just not going to make your dinner. Then you know what Eric would do? Eric would like get to fucking DoorDash, order for just myself. Right and okay, watch. So question and, now, though. Okay. If your daughter came to you and she was the girl in this, you would tell her she was wrong. I would tell her that she, and, and I don't mean this to be offensive. I would tell her that she should probably get some thicker skin, because if this is an engaged couple mm-hmm. and they're married and they're going to spend their lives together, then what I think is 
harmless name calling should not be grounds for breakups or things like that. She could sit him down. And it sounds like, by the way, his response, don't be silly, was meant to be like more of a joke. I don't think so. No, he was. I, I do. It was almost like, you know, he was saying that just to like poke the bear a little bit more, but not to like actually get into a big fight, almost to like show this is how silly you're being. Oh, come on, don't be silly. Like, you know, throwing that in. But even if, even if he meant it to be vindictive and mean and all that, there are other ways to deal with it than to just like, you know, toss your apron to the side. I don't think he was wrong at all. I I don't like being disrespectful towards Mm -hmm. the people I'm close to. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I would say he's, I mean, you know, if we're being serious now, yeah, I would say he was wrong for speaking to her in that way. It didn't sound like he was yelling. It just sounds like he was being like, maybe not even sarcastic, but just being a little bit mean. Yeah. Right. Maybe he he suffers from a bit of self-importance. Um, I know, unfortunately, a lot of young lawyers kind of develop that mm-hmm. um, ego. You know, they finish law school, they pass the bar, they get recruited by some firm. Mm-hmm. And by the way, not and not he finished early. I think that's what it is because he's only twenty four. Uh, yeah, well, he went straight through yeah. eighteen. To, you know, yeah. In fact, that is pretty young because yeah. that yeah he it's he really young, yeah, yeah he went summers and mm-hmm. undergrad. Maybe he yeah. started early, and that's great. But by the way, and I don't, I, I'm not. This doesn't really have anything to do with her question of is she an asshole. Uh, but landlord tenant law, it, that's not like the most sexy area of law to practice. Yeah. So a lot, it's like personal injury. I yeah. mean, nothing against personal injury lawyers, but everybody. you don't need, right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be a fucking prodigy yeah. to, to do personal injury. And the mm-hmm. same thing with landlord tenant. I mean, there's some nuances that you need to yeah. know, but that's every area of law. Mm-hmm. So I, you know. So there's three options here. Right. She's the asshole. He's the asshole for everyone. No, sex. she is for sure. hundred percent. She, she's, she's a hairy asshole. Okay. <laughs> The fucking dinner's on the stove. That <laughs> brother's hungry. Why, let, let him eat. Lucky he didn't get that calf iron skillet. No, exactly. no, no. Exactly. He didn't know. That, uh, that's a disproportionate response. So, Jeremy, what do you think? I am learning so much. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Okay. I, okay. Do you know what's cruel? What's cruel is you put a half-cooked meal in front of a hungry man who worked all day and be like, I'm not going to finish. I silly in the middle of an argument. I would lose my shit. Like for, and for me to be like, don't say that. And come, oh, no, I would lose my shit. <laughs> so I, I, I divorced someone like yeah. that. So yeah. I, I can tell you. Right? See? You should not demean your yeah. partner. Well, I, okay. And by the way, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I do believe that people should treat each other with respect. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I, I always feel that way, but in this particular situation, it seemed like she was using the dinner thing. It almost seems like it's the whole thing's kind of like a like dark humor. Mm-hmm. His, his responding to her, her like, "Well, then you could forget dinner, like, like, or go to your room without supper." It sounds like they're being condescending to each other. Now, the fact that she took to Reddit, that's just pathetic. Okay, I mean, so final vote. Toughen up. My final vote. She, she's the asshole. Then he's the asshole. <laughs> So Reddit said everyone sucks here. All right. Well, you know what? Everyone's an asshole here. So I just, you know, so just so you all know, Eric's taking that as a win. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, We'll do do this one of your two to five, I guess. I'm seven and oh so far. No, you're not. Reddit's been wrong twice. All right. Go ahead. Okay. So we have next one. Am I the asshole for consulting a lawyer on custody and not telling my baby daddy? I know that legality doesn't equal morality. So I come here for the morality perspective. Don't hold back if I'm the asshole. You got okay. It. I, female 23, started dating Dave, male 31. And it went on for a few months before we realized we just weren't compatible in the long run. Two months after we ended things, I found out I was pregnant. 
Because of the world events and uncertainty of future restrictions, I moved in with Dave. He was on board to co-parent and be a part of our twins' lives and wanted to see all of their first with me as well. I had the twins last May and it's been great and he's been a good dad. Initially, we agreed that we'd live together for the first year and then we reevaluate. We don't have a formal court agreement and a co-worker is currently going through a nasty divorce, especially for the custody of their three kids. Before this, I hadn't wanted to think about what bad things could happen, but it was constantly on my mind. I decided to meet with a lawyer who specializes in family law slash custody cases for a consultation for free and see our situation from a legal standpoint. He gave me a good rundown on everything and said he could represent me if I needed. To clarify, I have no intentions of retaining a lawyer. I just wanted to know my options and understand my situation. Unknown to me, Dave's sister somehow saw me entering the building and went and told him. He lost it on me, told me that I was incredibly that he was incredibly hurt and couldn't understand why I couldn't talk to him. He's a lawyer. And I told him that my coworker and I just wanted to see some clarity and reassurance on the situation, but he just wouldn't listen to me. My family is split on the situation. They since said everything was good, that I don't need to see a lawyer, and that I'm an asshole for even wanting to do this. His family's calling me asshole. Half of my family's calling me an asshole, and he is as well. Do you think I'm the asshole here? Well, this might surprise you guys, but no, I don't think she is. Well, they agreed uh, with you. Okay. You got this one. Well, I, 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 first, again, I get them all right. But <laughs> the reason, but let me tell you, in the, but the reason may surprise everybody. Mm -hmm. The fact that he is a lawyer mm -hmm. puts her at a disadvantage. And if things became difficult or contentious, he may likely have more resources behind him. And I don't necessarily mean financially. Mm -hmm friends of his, colleagues, whatever. And that's number one. Number two, while I don't know them personally and I don't know how ethical he is or isn't, mm -hmm. you don't know if he's going to give her honest, truthful advice since this would directly affect him and his ability to parent those those yeah. twins. And while it's not a very ethical thing to do, he may give her intentionally bad advice. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, no. I make more than you, therefore I'd get custody. That you're not the and, and you know that may not be true. Yeah. Uh, it and and so even in my own dealings in life, I encourage anybody else to seek independent legal advice, mm -hmm. just to ensure that what I'm telling them or the position I'm taking is not inconsistent or trying to get one over on them. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've had people in the past that want to like do business with me, like for something outside of yeah. law you know, uh, like flip a house or whatever. And, and I, luckily I didn't really get into any of that because, you know, there's often, uh, you know, they, cause most of these are friends and that's a good way to yeah. lose a friend, yeah. you know, to get in a bit. But there was one deal, this was many years ago where I was going to go into a small, uh, like a fourplex mm -hmm. with a friend of mine and, uh, we were going to do it together. And he, his position was at the time, you know, best business partner you can have in life as a lawyer, because you don't have to worry if, you know, I'm like, no, you need to have this partnership agreement looked at by somebody else. You need independent advice. I can't tell you what I think is right or wrong. All I can do is respond to your comments or your lawyer's comment. And he, you know, he, he's a little concerned at first because he's going to have to go out and spend money, but he eventually understood. And actually it ended up being not such a great deal. So we passed on it and nothing else really came up, but no, she, I don't think she's the asshole for, for doing that. And, yeah, you know, you need to, have your questions answered by somebody who is unbiased mm -hmm. and who has your interests at heart and whether or not she chooses to proceed one way or another at that point is going to be up to her, but at least it's an informed decision. Mm -hmm. I would say fuck his family and everybody else giving her a hard yeah. time. 
and, and look, he may very well be a great person. He may be a very good dad. He may be supportive. It's so weird to me to that it. they, well, but it's weird to me they moved in together. Yeah. Right. They're not actually married. So not all of the same things, um, uh, come into play as far as that kind of goes. Like custody, like right now, she should have full custody as a natural birth mother. Mm-hmm. Um, he can sue for custody, you know, or something like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, it, I, I, you know, it's bad luck. I guess she got caught walking in, but you know what? If I, it's not nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Now, having said all that, if the relationship really was good, right, maybe she could have talked to him and said, Hey, Dave, I'm having some, some concerns or just some thoughts that, you know, my coworkers going through this, but what would have happened realistically? He would have just, you know, told her, don't worry and reassured her. Mm-hmm. We'll be okay. We're not uh, but like you that. never know what yeah. happened. Like tomorrow's a different day. Yeah. You know, what I don't if, think what, so what, look, yeah. all right. What if, let me put it like this. What if he wakes up tomorrow morning and starts swiping left on Tinder, yeah. right? Find somebody great. And he's like, look, you need to go. I need, you know, I got somebody exactly. coming up. Like, you exactly. know, and that, and, and again, there's nothing, nothing illegal about that. They're not married. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that she, she's not the asshole. I think the that. sister's the asshole. I mean, she wasn't involved, but the sister going out of her way and being like, oh my God, I saw her walk into Yeah. The but you know what? There's a lot of, yeah, there's, it seems like there's a lot of gossip stuff yeah. that happens in these. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she's the asshole for doing that. Jennifer? I agree. It's not the asshole. God, take care of yourself. (laughs) All right. Okay. Girl power. Girl power. Right. Sisters before misters. (laughs) Fight on, Kylie. That's right. Fight on. (laughs) Okay. We have two left. All right. These are kind of funny. Good. It's almost lunchtime. Okay. So story nine. Am I the asshole? I I have been a practicing attorney for 20 years, and I try to talk people's kids out of going to law school. (laughs) yeah i know you assume we're all assholes anyways i frequently get asked by people with college-aged kids to talk to them about going to law school i know that the parents assume i will try to talk their kid into going to law school however no one ever phrases it that way or specifically asks me to talk them into going (laughs) i typically happily agree to chat with their precious undergraduate but i never tell the parents what i'm going to say to their kids then i chose to tell the kids the truth being a lawyer is frequently a shit show and not at all with the tv or movies make it appear law school is difficult and expensive and many lawyers start practicing in their mid to late to- 20s with over 200,000 and oh 200,000 in student loans the job itself is often both stressful and boring which is weird which is a weird and emotional place to be in depending on the nature of the practice you are probably going to be dealing with the tight deadlines with real consequences constantly certain kinds of practice family law being the low hanging fruit here usually generate a lot of stress and negative emotions there are lawyers out there making over 175k per year right out of school, but those people are usually working over 90 hours per week. It's a grind. He, yes, he's the asshole. Do you think so? Just make it easy because, I mean, maybe not. If he's giving his honest opinion yeah. of what a potential law graduate can look forward to in their first several years as an associate at a big firm. Yes, there are these 80, 90 hour yeah. weeks. There are minimum uh, number of minimum billing hours that you have mm-hmm. to put in. Um, first, second, third year associates are mm-hmm. often given the shittiest of assignments. I don't agree that family law is low hanging fruit. Family law issues can become very complex. And yeah. in fact, it's one of the areas in California where you can take a special exam and be considered a specialist, like mm-hmm. a legal specialist in that. Mm-hmm. They don't do that for like personal injury yeah. or adoption yeah. or shit like that. So. Uh, it, that's a, that's, that's a complex area. There's a lot that goes on in that. Um, but if he's doing it with the intent to dissuade someone, then I think, yeah, he is the asshole for doing that. Because if this is someone's dream, 
then they have to learn. Yeah. And especially, by the way, that's not secret knowledge about yeah. first year associates yeah. and like the hours. So if he's really trying to discourage that, then I think he's kind of being an asshole for doing that. I don't think he's an asshole. I feel like he's making them realize like a lot of people have like such a different like seeing like, oh, it could be fun to do all of this stuff. Um, and then they'll get into that and they'll be like, okay, like this is a lot more work than I thought. I think he's just being real with them. I don't think he's an asshole by doing that. And like you said, the parents never actually asked him, like persuade them to go. They just said, talk to them. Yeah, but that's a lawyer's response, right? (laughs) You didn't specifically tell me (laughs) to, you know, speak about the plus Like, no, that's bullshit. Okay. (laughs) He knows exactly what the parents are asking of him. Right. And again, if he's being very honest, if this was based on his own experience, maybe that gives it a little bit more weight. But if he's just throwing out like generalities about yeah. life after law school and what they can expect, he's well, kind apparently of an, a bunch of parents came together and were mad. But. Well, yeah, I think he's kind of an asshole for doing that. That's number one. By the way, number two, not every law graduate gets recruited to that kind of firm. Yeah, there are some that go into public service; they mm-hmm. become district attorneys or mm-hmm. public defenders, or they work for like various counties and mm-hmm. like their their workers' compensation areas or labor divisions. There's there's some that just go into private practice because they yeah. don't want that grind. Right, and they're they're more than happy to make one hundred twenty thousand a year on their yeah. own, whatever. There's so, uh, you know, yeah, I th- yeah, I and mean, the more I think about it, yeah, he's an asshole. Jen, <laughs> I have mixed feelings. I think I think you have to be honest with kids. Yeah, it's not all you know, fun and roses and sunshine. Um, but he should probably tell the parents that he's not. Yeah, negative, but you know, a completely like pro law school. Yeah. Okay. Well, Riot said he wasn't the asshole. So, (laughs) okay. Last one. Are you ready for this? All right. Am I the asshole for calling my lawyer on his wedding day? (laughs) (laughs) Let's call him Sam. I run a prop trading shop, think buying and selling stocks. Sam's not our in-house counsel, but we called him in recently because we're undergoing a merger and he's a merger and acquisitions expert. Today was his wedding. Beforehand, I told him I'm still keeping him on call because something important might happen. That it's unlikely and 99% of it, I won't be needing to call him. And like I said, it was 99% likely the day would go down with nothing important happening. But unfortunately, that 1% chance came through and we had an emergency. I won't get too much into the actual legal aspects of it, except just to say that it was a really big emergency. So I called Sam. He was understandably pissed off at first, and I still expect, but I still expected him to make some calls and talk to the other company that we're merging with. But at first, he refused. I told him I understood he was pissed off, but it's literally his job. He still refused, and I told him I'd let him go if he didn't get on the fucking phone with the other company right now. He was really angry, but he did it and fixed the emergency. Later, I called him and told him I was sorry for interrupting his wedding, but he did a great job. And when he picked up, he just called me a huge asshole. He's threatening with leaving me and not being my attorney anymore. So am I? I mean, I don't think I am since I told him there would be a chance. 100% he is. I think he's an asshole, yeah. 100%. It goes without saying. Mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. He and, says and, too, like, I'm paying him to do this. Yeah, like, but mm-hmm. that's not, you're, you're not, you're not paying your lawyer to give up their wedding exactly. day. Exactly. Uh, because you have a perceived emergency. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I don't even know how big of an emergency it is that he couldn't wait 24 hours. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right? And to In say, fact, I, you need to get on the fucking phone. Right. No, bullshit. And like, threatening to like fire him. I, you know. Yeah. So not not only is is he the asshole, but if if Eric were Sam, like what would Eric do? Eric would have like tanked his whole deal. Yep. Like fuck you. Mm-hmm. No, I mean I wouldn't actually legal, like literally tank his deal because I could you know lose my license or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I I would I would quit. 
Me too. I would, yeah, I'd be I like, you know, oh, you're going to fire me for not getting on the phone? Let me, let me save you the trouble. Fuck, you. Fuck off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm still going to be a mergers and acquisitions mm-hmm. expert mm-hmm. and you're still going to need me or a guy like mm-hmm. me. Fuck off. Yeah. Right. I think, yeah, that, that's ridiculous. I couldn't even imagine that. And by the way, if, the, let me just say, the fact that you put up a disclaimer in the beginning, like, look, I may still need you. That doesn't mean shit. I don't care. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. It's like, my wedding. Right. I, and, and by the way, you can replace that with any number of important yeah. life event days and I, the answer will be the same. Yeah. It's my wedding day. It's my kid's bar mitzvah day. My daughter's quinceanera. Whatever. My it doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't whatever. Matter. Okay. Lawyers are people too. Yep. We have personal lives. Yep. This was a, you know, a happy day for him. I, I don't care how important this guy thought his problem I was. I wouldn't even answer him. No, and if they were going on their yeah. honeymoon the next day and the guy was going to be on vacation for a week, I bet you he would have taken 20 minutes while on the honeymoon, yeah. right? And like, hey, yeah. babe, right after breakfast, I just had to make a quick call. Mm-hmm. And that could have been it, but not on the actual wedding day. Mm-hmm. Now, having said all that, I also think it does depend a little bit on the time. Like, I hate, you know, not to be an asshole, but if the wedding, like, you know, given that this is our subject, but if the wedding were like at three o'clock and the guy called him at like 7 a.m., mm-hmm. like, look, I really need your help here. And if maybe if he took it a different way, maybe, maybe yeah. I'd be like, okay, that's a bit more reasonable. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm getting married today. Yeah, but not for another nine hours. Yeah. So can you just yeah. help me out? But it feels like the way he approached it. He's very entitled. Yeah, so that's, I think, more the problem. Right. Yeah. And let me just say, I, I, I mean, I know this is kind of funny and yeah, the, the, the lawyer's not the asshole. No. Okay, but let me just say, I've had clients that get that sort of sense of entitlement. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I need to drop everything when they call and they just don't have mm-hmm. like the, the slightest amount of like respect for private space or personal mm-hmm. time. I've had clients call me like at 930 at night to mm-hmm. give me a pitch me like a stupid idea, mm-hmm. like out of nowhere, just because they thought like they needed to like get it off their chest and they wanted for some reason they felt they needed my legal advice at 930 at night that night oh, of a fucking concept that hadn't even started yet. No. But but that's that happens right with these type, like mm-hmm. there are people like that and it's really a personality type mm-hmm. you know so lawyer is one hundred percent right for telling him yep. to go fuck off I would I mean, no, sorry one hundred percent wrong for getting on the phone for not telling him yep. to go fuck off mm-hmm. um, and the other guy is definitely the asshole the lawyer is not the mm-hmm. asshole that's what I think mm-hmm. all right I think that the guy's the asshole as well. lawyer's not the asshole Jen yeah I agree the, the lawyer definitely is not the asshole. And it's pretty amazing he even picked up. And yeah, I wouldn't have picked up. I mean, fuck that shit. Well, I would have picked up to tell him, don't fucking call me again. <laughs> like, I don't want I don't want you to like, blow up my phone, right? Yeah. Honestly, though, the other thing, too, and this whole thing could have been avoided. If it were me, like, what would Eric do? I would just turn my phone off. Yeah. It's my wedding day. Yeah. I just, okay. And then I'll turn it back on mm-hmm. when it's over and I'll look at my missed mm-hmm. calls. But mm-hmm. now, I know that maybe because he's a specialist in this and he's like the only guy that has a certain amount of knowledge. Yeah. But like doctors, right? They're in medical emergencies all the time. But you know what they do? They have somebody else on call. Mm-hmm. So if they have a thing, they're going on vacation, they have a special event, there's somebody to cover. Yeah. Lawyers do that too. Like if I go on vacation, mm-hmm. I have a few attorneys that I know mm-hmm. that I can say, look, I need you to make this appearance for me or mm-hmm. this happens. Can you you know, step in for a minute? Yeah. It's not quite the same if there's, a, there's something that requires my immediate attention. But generally speaking, there's ways yeah. to kind of cover that kind of yeah. stuff. But yeah, I you know that that lawyer's not wrong. That, right. that, that his person that hired him is an asshole. Well, you ended up at two to eight because you got two ten and zero. Oh. Got two to eight. Fuck and Reddit. Jennifer got one to nine. You think that? I mean, <laughs> look, I I don't want to discourage you guys from trying to you know prop yourselves up and all. Uh-huh. 
That's fine. I mean, he it's lost. Kind of, it's kind of adorable that you guys think you're, you know. And my joke was funnier. Right? Just no, it wasn't. My joke was funnier. Your Helen Keller joke was okay, <laughs> right? But my Titanic joke was way better. You didn't like it because the wife was happy he had that. <laughs> I'm still like, I can't go to the fact that like that bitch didn't finish dinner. Oh my god! <laughs> and she shouldn't have. You want to hear? Okay, I'm gonna uh, let me. This will take us a few more, but I'm going to tell you guys a true story. Mm-hmm. I went to law school with somebody. I can't give you his full name. Mm-hmm. I don't. Not that I think he listens, but he might. People might know. <laughs> but he was legit from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Okay, he had the heavy accent, the whole bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, his wife was from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So in my in our first year of law school, we used to have this thing called Saturday seminars. Right. Or basically, if you wanted to get some extra help, or one of the professors would come Saturday morning from like nine to noon answer questions, review whatever we did. It was only available to first-year students. It was just meant to kind of get you that first year. So there's one particular Saturday I was there. I, I used to go to all of them. Mm-hmm. And my classmate, who I'll just call M, mm-hmm. it was usually he's right on time, wasn't there. Okay. So M rolls in like 45 minutes late. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's 945 and he sits down and he's got this like angry look and this scowl. Okay. <laughs> So we get these breaks after like the first 90 minutes or whatever. We get like a 10-minute, 15-minute right. break. So at the break, I say, you know, Em, what's wrong? You look so mad. So he goes, proceeds to tell me for in, in the heaviest fucking accent he has. His, his mom mm-hmm. came to visit them from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And he was upset because his wife forgot to make him his goddamn breakfast. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> that, and he said it like that and it embarrassed him in front of his mother. That his wife didn't get up and make his goddamn breakfast. Mm-hmm. She knows, Eric, she knows that I'm supposed to have my breakfast. <laughs> and I had to make cold cereal and, it, and that's why I'm late. It took him 45 minutes to make cold cereal. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> apparently I, I can't, I can't do the accent that well. And I, this is going to offend one of our listeners. <laughs> but apparently he was waiting for the oh. breakfast and, and she just didn't wake. She, she slept oh, in. My God. And he was just like there, like in his little room, like whatever. <laughs> Just like waiting like for her to wake up and start fixing it. And then I guess his mom woke up and saw that he was without breakfast and then he was going to be late. And then she must have said something to him like, what kind of lazy hoe did you marry or whatever? Oh my God. And he was like all disgruntled about it. So, hey, that meals are a big deal for men. Okay. We, you know, we, all right. And, and it sounded like he was the one paying for all the, it sounded like he wasn't paying for all the food anyway. Right. He had the better job. She's a student. A silly oh, student. Hey, if that's what we're talking about. We just, don't know if she doesn't work. We just know that she's we, also getting a PhD. I know. I'm sure she's working 80 hours a week and getting a PhD and finding time to make dinner. I know. I'm superwoman, right? She is. I know. That's superwoman right. for dealing with him. Girl power. That's right. For dealing with him? Well, sure. I'll tell you, she flexed for sure by like just turning off the stove and be like, fuck it. You, you, know, you want to eat, yeah. you make it. Yeah. That, look, I, I'm serious. Like What I would do, honestly, I would just – I would go – like wherever my favorite spot is by myself, eat whatever I wanted, maybe even bring some leftovers home for myself the next day. Oh, I thought you would have ordered just for you to come to the house. Or that <laughs> if I if I was like if I was already like in my PJs or whatever, like yeah, mm-hmm. or I was done for the night. I'd, yeah, fuck yeah, I'd order in just for I'm, you. I'm not skipping dinner because she got her panties in a bunch. Or the word silly of all things. That's silly. Not silly. She had a point. All right, this is. Exactly. Well, he wasn't condescending when she started making it. So why wouldn't you just fucking finish dinner 
eat and then explain to him. And this is why this is why he should have shut the fuck up and sat down. No, yeah. no, this is why mad. she. This is why you don't get a woman mad while look, she's cooking. No, she should have. Exactly. She should have wiped the sweat off of her brow. No. Nope. Over that stove, finished making her man's dinner. The guy that helped afford them their nice flat. Mm -hmm. The guy that makes a better salary now. Mm -hmm. Okay, the guy that does a thankless job, according to her, okay, and puts them in a lifestyle to which she's clearly becoming accustomed to. Okay, what, what, I mean, how hard is it just to fucking make, finish making dinner? It's making me realize that a lot of people who are book smart don't have social intelligence. You see? <laughs> you can't offend me. I'm going to be a lawyer soon. <laughs> that was I just, funny, though. I, I just, I happen to have all sorts of smarts. That's not the point. I'm just saying. I would be upset. No, I don't. Don't I, be silly. I, I, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, it is silly. I that would upset me. That would it would upset me because man world. <laughs> it just I just it just feels to me like she overreacted to the term silly. It would be different if he referred to her as like a dumb woman, or you know like. Well, Why he do we... throws it in there. A silly student, a silly socialist, a silly girl, a silly, all of that. He always calls her silly. Because, and like okay, because and she's younger than her. I'd be like, okay, little boy. Because she's shitting on his work. Because for whatever reason, he, he hates he, it too. He, he takes pride in his work. That's what's paying their bills. He says he hates it too. Though. Fine. Hate it all you want. It's still paying the rent. We all take cases we don't like because we have bills to pay. We have overhead. We have payroll. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So... But you know, make the fucking guy his dinner. Jeez, I can't get over it. I mean, you're gonna leave him hungry like that? Yep. No bullshit. Yep. Then then you know what I would do? I would leave her hungry. She could go. Uh, no, no, I'll let you think about that for a minute. I would cut her off. You know exactly what I'm talking about, okay? That and I bet you after three or four days, that fucking hot meal is ready. Uh-huh. Sure. I say it's not very hard to find another one. They're engaged. See? They're in a committed relationship. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. She needs to know her role. No. All right. So let me, right. so, all right. So before, a couple, like, like, just some parting words. Number one, I don't want to get anybody offended. This is more shtick than anything else. Yeah. And Shits I'm, and giggles, guys. Shits yeah, and giggles. That's right. I'm not really misogynistic like that. That's number one. Number two, and I'm surrounded by two very tough women right now. So, all right. Number two, I hate to say it, but fuck insomnia cookies this week. Yeah. They, they blew our order. And I'm not going to order more. Not till the new year now. So that's what they get. That's well, okay, but whatever. How much, how much longer do you want me to wait? And then again, keep up the thank you everybody for for sending links and sharing. Yeah, our growing 40, 50 listeners every week is really, yeah. really amazing. At least for us, this is really just a passion project. Yeah, we just want to have some fun, let some let off some steam, you know, for our yeah. our weekly grind. We really, really appreciate it, and we will try our best to get this episode out right away. Yeah, so that put out New Year's. I'll put out New Year's. I was gonna say we should just. Spend the rest of the day editing. And we'll oh, just, I can do that too. Let's it publish it tonight. Okay. And then, then we've got a break. Mm -hmm. And then we'll see you guys on uh, January 4th or 3rd, 4th, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Happy, healthy New Year to all, especially my three listeners in Thailand. And the UK. And, you have yeah. UK. You have like two in the UK. It's interesting that we have listeners in the UK. Yeah. But, because, <laughs> but I understand because the British sense of humor is not that great. <laughs> so I might just be giving them... You know what they don't get at home. Yeah. Like, all right, sorry. Like, we just we just lost the <laughs> no, two. We just lost, we them. lost two. We just yeah. lost them. All right. I, all right. Last so time I, it was about their queen that died, and now you want right. to say they have no sense of humor. Fair we enough. You know. Them. You know what? <laughs> I I think it's yeah. We, we'll we'll end it now before we you know we okay. make this any worse.
I want to say thank you all too. I never thought I'd be on a podcast. So here we are. Let's start the new year off right. Um, and you can find us at our social medias at Instagram at the Bentomic Confirm, Twitter and TikTok at Bentomic Confirm. Our website is eblawfirm.us. And you can email us at info at eblawfirm.us. And remember to follow our show, subscribe to it, and leave comments down below and rate us as well. Can you believe we made it to an hour and 11 minutes? That's awesome. That's our longest one yet. It is. All right. Bye, guys. Take care. Jennifer, bye. Happy New Year. Bye. <laughs>